Hey, you guys! Welcome to the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I got a special host today, Hudson Seplick, here with me, the Football Goonie himself. Yep, that's right. Anyways, uh, we got a little bit of a low-rent show today, obviously. No intro music, and I'm not doing any cuts or anything. It's going to be one seamless show because I haven't had a lot of time this week to get to it. And hopefully you guys like it. If not, I don't give a shit. So real quick, we're going to start off with uh, one quick note on the Dynasty. Ah, you know what? We'll save it for that. Let's start off with the new Fantasy Empire Keeper League. Week one in the books, I'm pretty sure I didn't double check, but I'm pretty sure pretty much all my picks to win one. Uh, so let's go through them real quick. Obviously, uh, first matchup, I won beating Drew 136.36 to 110.78. Uh, this was on the back of really crap from his running backs, tight end who got injured, Philip Lindsay who got injured. Uh, basically, he had zero chance, even though it looked pretty good for him after Wolf Fuller. Uh, only thing he could have done was play Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Benny Snell. But basically, I would have had to sit uh, Devontae Adams, number one wide receiver with 34.6. Uh, Brian won against the, in the, Brian Brodsky won, uh, 136.58 to 85.4 in the Battle of the Bryans. Uh, nothing to really analyze here. Uh, the top of the ticket with Cook and Drake did all right. Everything else pretty much shat the, be- uh, the bed for, uh, Mr. Gerke, whereas Brian had some massive, massive starts. But he did also lose out on uh, running back Marlon Mack getting injured, which uh, we'll show later helps another uh, player in this league. Um, Next up, Team uh, Chris1914 took out Popeye Sailorman in the only narrow victory of the week, 100.4 to 96.08. I don't remember if there was a late game on here. Yeah, there was, the uh, Sterling Shepard one. I was really surprised. I thought Shepard would get more uh, play as Slayton would get peppered, but he wasn't viewed as the number one, maybe. I I, I believe one of the the, uh, touchdowns was a... Really a broken, forgotten about receiver play. So I wouldn't read as much into Darius Slayton's numbers. But uh, basically, despite not having any points from Kenny Galladay and a poor Chris Godwin showing and a really poor Fournette showing as a second running back, uh, I mean, say la vie, uh, he still snuck out with the win, beating Mike's team. Uh, next up, we had Finkel's Einhorn losing to Los Poyos Hermanos, 101-127-14. Uh, big one was Chris Carson's huge game, uh, although Gill already struck with the injury, as Michael Thomas is now out for a couple of weeks minimum. Uh, so that was devastating for him. Next up, we had uh, Team Texas Bear versus Team Silverados. Uh, Silverados getting trounced in this one. It was 159.92 to 94.6. Derrick Henry disappointed. Cam Akers disappointed. Mari Cooper was okay. Tyreek was okay. 
Ingram disappointed, Judy disappointed, Green disappointed, everyone disappointed basically on his team, aside from Matt Ryan being the only real standout performance. And then he just hit a freight train. I mean, Watson wasn't that great, but between Camaro, Jacobs, Hopkins, Thielen, and Metcalf, they all had huge games, so no chance there for uh, Justin's team. And then finally, the Frenchman defeating... uh, as Unjour in France defeating my number one likes number two, uh, 120.04 to 97.3. That was a good win. Hey, leave my leave that alone. Do not grab that. You're not helping. You're hurting the podcast, son. Uh, unfortunately, my computer is not fully charged, and this little brat is getting at the cord. Thanks, bud. Okay. So back to it. Uh, it was a good win, not not super decisive as far as the performance from uh, from Frenchie, but the big news of the day is uh, John Jonathan Taylor, who was a future pick for him more than anything, has now become a possible crucial win for the year. Uh, the only knock was he lost Blake Jarwin, but it doesn't matter because he ended up getting Dallas Goddard overpaying like crazy to get him, so... Uh, I think he's going to be just fine. In fact, he is m- the most improved team from week one to week two. All right. You're going to trip on that, bud. So uh, that was the recap. Nothing really surprising as I predicted all the wins, I'm sure. Don't really remember. Anyways, let's get to week two real quick. Let's preview it out. First up is SC Honkers versus Popeye Sailormen. You got Drew Brees versus Stafford. We're going to give the edge to Stafford playing green. Wait, that was week one, I thought. Nope, Stafford playing Green Bay as Brees does not have Michael Thomas, even though they're playing Vegas. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Kenyon Drake versus Mixon and Gurley. Give me Dalvin Cook and Kenyon Drake, even though the matchup actually is better for Mixon and Gurley. I do not trust that O-line in Cincy. Um, And then Dallas has pretty tough defense themselves. I think the receivers are going to... I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game on the the Dallas-Atlanta game. Uh, Receivers, we got Keenan Allen, McLaren versus DJ Moore, Lazard. it's honestly not as easy as you'd think. I'm going to give it to Lazard and DJ Moore, although DJ Moore's performance was not good. Uh, in week one, him and Lazard both have great matchups, whereas uh, McLaren's is fine, but Keaton Allen against Casey's not as juicy as a matchup as it used to be uh, between the quarterback change and Casey's defense against receivers. Uh, Mike Gesicki and Mark Andrews. Obviously, we're going to give it to Andrews. He's got the better situation QB-wise. But on top of that, uh, Parker being injured, Gesicki is going to get a lot of attention from that strong Buffalo defense. Uh, last up, we got Mark Ingram and Gallup in the flex versus Singletary and Fant. Uh, give that to Gallup and Ingram, although Ingram's usage might be spotty. Who knows? Anyways, and then defense is the Browns tonight versus the Packers. Obviously, the SC Honkers are favored to win because although Stafford's going to light it up, they have the advantage pretty much everywhere else. Uh, Next up, we got Texas Bear versus my number one likes number two is Rodgers versus Newton. Advantage Rodgers against that weak Detroit defense. 
Next, we got Kamara and Jacobs versus McCaffrey. And shit, does he have another running back? Probably Ronald Jones. Um, man, give me Kamara and Jacobs playing against each other. Just uh, I don't trust Ronald Jones, and McCaffrey's great, but I don't know if he's going to outscore both those guys. So advantage, bear on that as well. Next up, we got Hopkins and Thielen versus OBJ and Cooks. Easy one there with Hopkins and Thielen's get, Thielen getting the nod. Um, although Gronk... Hudson, stop grabbing that. My God. Let go. Let go now. All right. So although Gronk can have a great game considering we're expecting... Uh, Godwin to be out for most of it, or at least not effective. Uh, chances are we're going to go with Henry as the uh, better player. Sir, no. Uh, then we got Metcalf and Gore versus Edelman John Brown. Uh, give me Edelman John Brown. Uh, if Brown plays, he was not practicing earlier, but that Miami Juicy is a better matchup. And honestly, Gore against San Francisco and Metcalf against New England, no thank you. And then lastly, it's the Vikings versus the Chiefs. Uh, give me the Chiefs as a better defense against the Chargers, although the Vikings I do like against Phillip Rivers-led Colts. So all in all, we're obviously going to go with the multiple advantages to Texas Bear for the win. No. You're being a pain in the butt, sir. Pain in the butt. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. Like I said, a very low budge and awkward football goonies podcast today. Do not try to drop people for me. There we go. Next up, we got Team Groovy Drew versus the Team Silverados. Let's see what we got. Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. Uh... Advantage, Russell Wilson. Although it's going to be a little closer, I think, than people realize. Uh, Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler versus Henry Akers. Give me Chubb and Eckler. Although Henry might be the best play out of all these guys. Uh, next up, we got Hilton and Woods versus Cooper and Hilton. Give me Cooper and Hilton, assuming Cooper is healthy. Uh, Kittle is highly questionable versus Evan Ingram. And his backup tight end is non-existent. So give me Evan Ingram, even though it's against Chicago's defense. And then at the flex, we got Deontay Johnson and Will Fuller versus Green and Judy. Give me Deontay Johnson and Fuller. And the Steelers defense versus the Rams. I think this one's going to be a little closer than people expect. But obviously, the Steelers are the better defense. With all that being said... Obviously, we are picking Team Groovy Drew to get back on track after getting annihilated by yours truly with the win. Stop, bud. Next up, we got Team Chris1914 versus Los Poyos Hermanos. Uh, this is the closest contested game as, according to Sleeper. But uh, we got Dak Prescott versus Wentz. Give me Prescott against that Atlanta D all day long. Uh, Elliott and Fortnite versus Hunt and Hines. Um, 
Although I'm not, I'm still skeptical on Fournette's usage. I think Elliott's going to outscore both the other running backs. So give me that side of it. Uh, Godwin and Holiday are both questionable. So I'm going to assume that they're probably not going to play or not play much. And we got Watkins and Diggs from the flex uh, versus Sanders and Shark. Give me Sanders and Shark. Are you doing, are you doing podcasts? Yeah. Okay. So we got Sanders and Shark for the win there. Uh, Kelsey versus Ertz. That's a really close one, but I'm going to go Kelsey as he's not competing with another tight end as the big receiver on the team. And then we got Chris Carson and Anthony uh, Miller versus, I'm assuming, man, that's a tough one. Uh, probably Breda and Higby. Maybe, nah, probably Coleman and Higby. It's going to be my guess. So, uh, obviously, we're going to pick Carson and Miller on that. And then the Niners are better than the Cardinals. But that being said, man, other than Prescott, I mean, honestly, although it's the the advantage on running back, you got to go with uh, Los Poyos Hermanos, just not dealing with the injuries. Now, if Chris's team has one or two of those receivers on there, that would change things and give me Chris. But, uh, honestly, even then... They're probably, uh, how do you say? They're probably uh, decoys at best or low-end plays. So I'm going to stick with my original prediction. Uh, next up, we got Team Brodsky versus Finkel is Einhorn. Hudson, leave that alone right now. Nope. Golly, man. Oh, I was foolish to try to do this today, but I wanted to get it out before Thursday. So we got uh, Allen versus Jackson. Give me Jackson, obviously, although Allen's going to have a huge game as well. Sanders and Edwards. For, uh, Hilaire versus Montgomery and Gordon. Give me Sanders and Edwards Hilaire. Juju and Jones versus Evans and Robinson. Give me Juju and Jones. Uh, man, this is just down the line so far. Uh, here we go. Finally, Hawkinson will outscore Darren Waller per my projection. Uh, and then at the flex, we got Connor, who's probably not playing, and if he is, he's limited. And Moss versus Brown and Slayton, and the pivot would probably go to Peyton Barber and Deshaun Jackson. So, maybe Nicole Hardman. Uh, give me Brown and Slayton, just because I know who's actually playing, even though some of them have tough matchups. Brown will probably have a big game against that Houston defense. And then Ravens versus Bears, although they're both good. I'm going to go with the upset, although conventional wisdom would say the Ravens against the uh, low-weaponed low volume of the Houston attack. I think it's all speed, and I think that actually helps them against the Ravens, whereas the Bears have a great pass rush, and that Giants line is still trying to find its footing. So advantage there. But... Uh, you okay, bud? All right. Uh, so, with the advantage at running back and receiver, will that overcome all the other deficiencies? I'm going to say no, and I'm actually going to pick against Sleeper and say Finkel and Einhorn win this one. Uh, and then finally, the matchup of the week is me against my arch nemesis. It's the FF Emperor versus Unjour in France with his newly minted former My Tight End. 
Uh, I might not stick with Tom Brady. I might pivot to a different quarterback. I don't know yet. Depends on Godwin's status and Evan's status. Uh, but either way, Mahomes is the play. Uh, Aaron Jones and Barkley versus Mostert and Taylor. I don't think the Jets' run defense is actually that bad. It's all in the pass defense. And the lack of Kittle and stuff, I don't see great things for Mostert. And although I'm expecting another dead from Barkley, as Axel said in his little op-ed, Aaron Jones is going to eat, so advantage me on the running backs. At the receiver, we both have a paired with the running back receiver. Mine is obviously greater. And then it comes down to Cup versus Ridley. I think Cup has the better matchup and a bounce-back game, so give me the advantage on Adams and Cup. Uh, Jared Cook versus Goddard, I believe that is a wash, but I'm going to go advantage Cook because he's the more reliable to uh, and played with Breeze to get Thomas's uh, targets. And then it's going to be Lockett and C.D. Lamb versus Marvin Jones and Murray. Uh, Murray might have a good game against that defense. Marvin Jones is going to have an uptick in targets. That's kind of tough. I may go to Mike Williams on a desperation play for upside, but I'm probably just going to stick to where I have it. Even though David Johnson is my projected highest total, I just don't trust that Baltimore defense uh, against the running back. So I'm going to stick with probably Lockett and Lamb in that high-scoring game and give me the advantage. Yeah, because I think Lockett's going to produce and Metcalf's going to get shut down. And then it's the Bills versus the Titans. I'm going to give advantage to the Titans. I think Jacksonville had a rando game to, against the uh, Colts last week, and I think the Bills are going to suffer at the the uh, wrath of the beard in the revenge game. All right, so we're going to say I beat Axel and continue my overall general dominance over him. Uh, real quick, we'll pivot over to the Dynasty League. Uh, I think everything's pretty self-explanatory other than uh, there was a big trade. Good job on Chris. I mean, uh, Tyler sending a first for uh, Herbert. Although he might have had a shot at a QB, it's not a guarantee. I don't think his team's as horrible as last year, so a higher pick is probably not likely. And uh, honestly, I thought it was a good play, especially to get him early and uh, curb against Taylor getting yanked. So... Good on him for that. Uh, other than that, the big story was injuries to my team. Uh, I'm now down Michael Thomas, Debo Samuel, uh, probably Sutton, Parker, still Jeffrey. Uh, Pittman's a little baked up. Uh, Connor, Le'Veon Bell. It's just not been a good week for me uh, as far as injuries are concerned. But luckily, I have the deepest team. Uh, so there might be a case to say Clay's team is deep as mine, but uh, not quite as much, although I think he's got a good uh, deep team. Anyways, that's the updates. Uh, the only one we will talk about is the close one was uh, from last week was, I believe it was a uh, football team versus, sorry, I'm going back on it. Uh, football team versus the Untouchables was obviously a nail-biter. It came down to a .42 difference. And honestly, Mr. Jones Jr. should have lost. But man, some just amazing like second-half stalling from Woods. And Higby really just sealed the deal for him. So that was pretty interesting. Anyways, uh, as far as matchups this week, we got... 
Starting off with Team Chris 1914 versus the Untouchables. Uh, we're going to go Advantage, Mahomes and Locke over Garoppolo and Rivers. At running back, we're going to go Advantage, McCaffrey and David Johnson. Although I do think the Pouncey injury is going to hurt Eckler. Uh, at receiver, we're going to go Advantage, Thielen and Woods over Julio and Diggs. At tight end, we're going to go Advantage, uh... Higby just because of matchup, but man, I do like Fant, especially with Sutton still missing. Uh, I don't expect Galladay to be help, uh, going, so it's going to be Lazard and probably Mike Williams, I guess. And that'll be up against Mark Ingram, Sammy Watkins. Give me, uh, just based on Lazard, give me the, uh, no. I say that, but no, give me, because Mark Ingram will have a better game. Give me that side of it. Uh, so overall, it's going to come down to the quarterbacks. Chris is going to win. And move to probably 2-2, two and two, but who knows, maybe 3-1. Maybe and one. Next up, we got Team uh, Axel Trakov versus Look What You Made Me Draft. Obviously, Look What You Made Me Draft is the heavy favorite. Uh, he is pretty much a lock to be the advantage at every position, so I don't think we need to go through that. Uh, next up, we got Zeke and Destroy versus Georgia Dogs for Life. Uh, another one with Georgia Dogs obviously shooting for the number one pick in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Zeke and Destroy is going to win. Uh, advantage quarterback, running back. Uh, receiver might be the only one where he doesn't have the advantage, but tight end and... No, I take that back. Uh, flex, too. I'd actually probably take GA Dogs, but it's not nearly enough, and they're going to get destroyed. Um, next up, we got the Jones of First some TDs and Fantasy Football Team. Uh, we're going to go through. Advantage is going to be, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually going to give it to Jones of First some TDs because of the matchup for Brady and Tannehill is much better than Ryan and Newton. At running back, give me the Henry Drake over Chubb and Mixon. I think Chubb tonight will do well. I think Mixon's going to struggle because that line. But only one of them can eat in this game is my opinion. So give me Henry and Drake. I think Henry's going to destroy Jacksonville. I think Drake's going to catch a lot of passes against Washington. Uh, at the receiver position, uh, we're going to say it's Adams and McLaren because I don't know if Godwin's going to go versus Lockett and Robinson. Give me Adams and McLaren. That's an obvious one uh, on both matchups for him. At tight end, it's going to be Ertz versus Waller. Uh, give me Darren Waller. I think he's going to have a little bit of a bounce back. And although I think Ertz is going to do better than last game, I still don't trust that Goddard split. Hey, don't cry, bud. You want another puff? You want to know? Oh, you know what they are. All right. There you go. Ah, good job. Uh, and then finally, we got uh, Aaron Jones and Godwin. If not, it's probably going to be MVS or Emmanuel Sanders is my guess. 
and that is versus Sanders, uh, Miles Sanders and Marquise Brown. Man, that's a real tough one, honestly, because Marquise Brown can have a huge game. But I'm going to rely on Aaron Jones for this one for the win. So advantage across the board there. And although Darren Waller is the only thing I give a uh, fantasy football team an advantage on. So although they may get the Aniston score, they are going to lose the game. Uh, and that brings us to our final matchup of the week, of course, is the FF Goody versus El Oso Fuego. No surprise here. I'm picking me for the win. I got Roethlisberger and Prescott, I think. Uh, Big Ben's going to have another good game. He looked pretty rusty first half, but he played good second half. Um, the advantage, though, is going to be Allen and Trubisky over them, but not by a lot. I think Mitch puts us together another fantasy gold game, and then after that he starts tanking. Uh, next up, we got Saquon and Melvin Gordon versus Edwards, Hilaire, and Kamara. Advantage me. Saquon's great, but that line is still tough, and Gordon's going up against Pittsburgh. At receiver, we got Green and Cooper versus Boyd and Landry. Both of them play tonight. Give me advantage. Uh, Cooper and Green, I think Cooper plays, and the matchup's way juicier for him over the rest of the three receivers. Uh, we got Hunter Henry versus Jared Cook. I might throw Hurst in there, but just to beat him with his own tight end. But uh, honestly, Cook's the play here either way. And then finally, it's Hunt and Moore versus Jacobs and Jones. That's pretty easy. Uh, Jacobs playing you know, tougher defense this week, but he'll probably catch a lot of balls. And as I said, Jones is going to have an uptick in target, so give him for the win, which of course gives me the win. Now, that is everything. I'm sorry it had to be so low rent today, but we kind of just had to get through it. If you have any concerns, comments, or you just hate my picks, let me know on the group chat or on Twitter. You can find me at the FF Goonie. And for all of us here at the Football Goonies, I'm Jason Seplick, the FF Goonie. That's Hudson Seplick, a lesser Goonie of fantasy football because he hasn't learned yet. Uh, but as always, remember, Goonies never say die. The VM, that's all, folks. <laughs>